This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Dennis, I need a favour from you, my friend. Carry on. I need you to introduce the podcast. And what the hell's a podcast? I've heard of Snailcast. Podcast. What's a podcast? Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. And now I need you to say, coming up, we'll find out if Jeff drives. Coming up, we'll find out if Jeff drives. Great rehearsal. Let's, let's try and do it but with a bit of passion now. Oh, I see. I see. So start again. Beep. Will... Hang on. That's, that, the beep is the edit point, OK? Yes. We'll now... Beep. We will now Don't do your own beep. I'm doing the beep. Who's doing the beep? I'm doing the beep. Well, well, I'm not doing it, so what? You know, hang on a bit. Beep. What do you want me to say now again? You've upset me. You've upset me now. You're upsetting me. No, because my... You're never too old for a knuckle sandwich. My memory is not as good as it used to be. What are we talking about? I don't know. You're talking to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is a terrible idea. Coming up, we'll find out if Jeff drives. Righto. Are we ready? Beep away. Beep. Coming up, we will find out no, if no, Jeff drives. No, we'll, not we will. We're trying to make it hit for the kids. Oh, no one says we will. Oh, we will. You want we will? No, we. I don't want we will. We won't. We'll. We willy wonky. Yes, all right. We'll. Are you ready? Beep. find out. Now listen, you're messing away. No, you're, you're messing away. No, no, you should be looking after me. What? I'm a very old man now. Right, OK, so. are you ready? I'm going to do the beep. Coming up, we'll find out if Jeff drives. You ready? Right. Here we go, here comes the beep. We'll, coming up, we'll find out if Jeff drives. Coming up, we'll find out if Jeff drives. Ken, listen, I, I need a favour. Yes. I need you to record some links for the podcast. Yeah. Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to say, but first, this. First, this. Oh, God, your phone is so rubbish. Say it properly. At first, this. But first, this. At first, this. But first, this. But first, this. Stop shouting here. Say it. At first. No, it's not at first this. What is that? No one says at first this. That's not a thing. It's but first this. Oh. But first this. Thank you. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is Yasmin Khan. BBC Three oh, Counties. That's really, um... Oh. Right. I am fine. Press that one there. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's all. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Welcome to the Euro election results special. Who did you vote for? Who won? Find out with all the. Uh, let's get the news with Barry. No. What? No, there's no news. No. What do we do then? Um... Let's do this. Let's find out where we are for the big tour. Yeah. Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bugs. Oh, she got a lot of records. Street and heritage to be Can investigated. I it's all about where you live. It's a very friendly town. Where? And the people are excellent. And where all they? this week we're featuring Dunstable. Hey, I like Dunstable! Oh, you know where he lives there. Well, yes. People what? generally are quite nice to Dennis. you. If you get away from the main road, it's lovely and peaceful. Get away from the main big road. Big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three oh. Counties Radio. So I've brought records in. Oh, Did you to do buy this. these as a job lot? Coming up on uh, coming up on the show, Euro election special. Um, Anthony yeah, Newley. Yeah. Do you like that? He sounds he sounds like David Bowie on it. Yeah. He sounds like David Bowie. I bought those as a job lot. Those are the good ones from the job lot. I was going to say you didn't choose these. Did I you? didn't choose those. Those are the good ones from the job lot. I was going. We'll play the record game later on. Do you know how to play the record game? 
are you doing in here? Well, I mean, you didn't know what to press. The record game is... Morning, Alice is in there. Morning, Alice. Good morning. You need to speak Good into the mic. No. That one. That Either of the green or... Oh! Good morning. It's going to be good, isn't it? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, do you know how to play the record game? No. The record game is thus. You have 11 singles in front of you, and I number them 1 to 11. Someone phones up, picks a number, and we play it. You can't play this one. What one? Happy birthday, sweet 16. Oui. And the other side is, don't lead me on. Oh, <laughs> you teenage temptress! I will play a record. This is a good record. I'm going to play a record now. Little girl dressed in blue, is that OK? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's my diary you're reading. Now, right, here we go. Little here, children. Here's what, a... What's the theme here? It, it's uh, topical records, all to do with the news. Guess who wrote, guess who wrote this hit? Guess who wrote this hit? <laughs> Guess who wrote this hit? Is it all in that pretty little head? <laughs> but who wrote it? Um. Well, don't pretend you don't know. I saw you looking at the record when I went out to... Paul McCartney. Rollock. Um, what's her name? Alice Glossop's here. Yeah. OK, do it again, but without the sarcasm. Yeah! That's better, you see? She's got it. And then this happened. I know what you're going to do. What? Don't you worry. What? you got your hand on that knob again. And then this happened. Yeah, I know. Say it! And then this happened. But say, don't say it like a drunk man. And this is what happened. No. We'll play, we'll play a song where I'm confident of the tempo in a bit, and then we can judge... You know, whether people are going to have to adjust their hearing a little bit. Uh, this is uh, what's uh, being called the Ian and Kath show. <laughs> Literally only by us. Yeah. Glossop's through there. Morning. Morning. Any, how many phone calls have we had so far? Oh, just so many. She's really busy. I'm really Don't busy. ask her any more questions. No, I'm going to ask I'm her under question. pressure. She, she doesn't know. I can see the number of phone calls that come <laughs> in on my screen. So she's told me a lie. Can she <clears> hear us now? Yeah. Uh, no, that's awkward. A bit, I think. Awkward. I can't... I, no, it's fine. That, so you've had lots of calls coming in, have you, Alice? Oh, yes. Oh, all right. Well, I'd better let you get on and take them, oh, haven't I? Oh, yeah. That's probably one coming through now, is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Hello. Three counties. Yeah, that's... Let's see how she oh. takes a call, shall we? Oh, yeah. Oh, n yeah. Oh, no, I think the records are just great. They like the scratchy noise the best. Is she talking to us or them? No, you. Oh, they've gone now. <laughs> you didn't say goodbye. <laughs> Well, they, they hung up on me. They just were really, you know... That's pro usual. Good, bye. Probably another one coming through, is it? Oh, no. They hung up already. She is insane, isn't she? <laughs> I know there are no phones coming in. I can see on my screen. What was she doing? I, I admire um, her front... Ooh, so do I, do you? <laughs> You're not allowed to admire girls' fronts these days. You get done. We've seen it all in the papers. You can't go there. Come on, you girls love it. What? Lady. <laughs> yeah, go on, what you got? Um, it, you know, we all think Prince George is really cute. No, we don't. He's just a rich baby. And really, we all want Why would to... anyone like think a rich baby is cute? We, well, apparently we all want to own one. A rich baby? Own, own a rich baby. I'd love no. to own a rich baby. <laughs> Prince George. Baby. And now you can, but you have to be quite rich yourself. £1,650 for a Prince George look-alike doll. And it doesn't look like Prince George. It looks like a very angry uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> That's better. He does do quite a grumpy face, Prince George. Has anybody, and I say, this, I say this with, um, with love and respect, uh, dear listener, has anybody ever put, um, when their baby's asleep, um, dress them up in a suit and put a cigar in their mouth? Anyone? Guys? Guys? There actually is a cool Wait, go take it! It's someone who's done that. Uh, I uh, I um, was working with I'm going to drop a name Bob Mortimer. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I like him. And he was he was telling me how when his kids He's were very little, talented, isn't he? Oh for goodness sakes! When he was little, his he used to He's dress. Still little. Uh, when his kids were little. Yes. You're really flustering me this morning. When he was his kids were little, yes. he would dress them up in suits. <laughs> so they'd be like when when they were babies, he'd mm. he'd like put their put a suit around their body, so it was just a head sticking out of a suit. That's such a good idea. And I said that to my wife, and she said, "Well, you're not going to do that to our boys," <clears throat> which I think is disrespectful. Oh. But I'd like to put a, a cigar in their mouth. 
and watch them smoke it. She said that, did she? No, I, I said oh. that. She doesn't like me doing anything uh, imaginative with the children, which I think is... Uh... Yeah, but your imagination is a dark place. It, it really is. It really isn't a very upsetting place. Um... I don't think the phones are working. <laughs> They have been working. Okay. Complaints. No. Think, uh, <laughs> Can we? Okay. This is what I we're going to do. People just want to really concentrate on the accent. They, they want to focus. They <laughs> yeah. want. Did we? Did we miss the travel at quarter past? It's every half hour. Holiday travel. No one's going anywhere. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, we're going, well, the, the Barry's probably in his booth already. Um, Let's see, lose. Barry. I'm Bear. here. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? That's weird. I'm here. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, A, because he's just kind of omnipresent, but B, he's a weird kind of guy anyway, isn't he? I <sighs> think he's very dapper, and he smells great. He does smell I great. Smell great. He wears, um, I've had a shower. You wear light pants. I've got green trousers on today. Combats. Combats. Okay. Yeah. I don't like light pants. Why? Oh, gentlemen, no. You know why, don't you, Barry? Why? When you go for a tinkle... <sighs> Do you mean light coloured or uh, of a light fabric? Do you mean like chinos? Yeah. I mean chinos of a light coloured chino. If you go for a tinkle. You see, I don't think you could get away with them because you're too old. <gasps> um. uh. For people in their 20s, like me. In <laughs> your 20s? Yeah. We're talking about age or weight here. Age. Okay. Do you want to fight? Do I want to fight? That's what I said. Can you not hear me? Leave it. Leave it, Ian. It's not worth it. No, he's worth it. Oh, leave it. It's I'm fine. worth it. We can have a fight if you want. Do you, oh. Barry, leave it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Over the airwaves? No, in the car park. OK. To the death, and I actually mean to the death. I'm going to be in my car, and you're going to be stood in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> leave it, guys, seriously. It's going to... Justin? Yes. Do you want to um, tag team with me? Yeah, I'll go free. I'll go. I'll take you inside, definitely. All right, this Barry. This is such a weird morning. Yeah, Barry, so do you, do you still want that fight with me and Justin in my car? This doesn't seem fair. Do I'll have Catherine Boyle. Yeah, I'll, I'll go oh, in there. flip it out. Here's Colin and Janet. Here's Colin and Janet. Uh, so we've got Colin from Dunstable. We've got Janet from Ashridge. Yep. I'm here. Hello. Hello. Can't be here for too long because what? I'm stirring rhubarb and ginger jam. Oh, oh my favourite. It's in a minute. And I'm assuming you're going to bring some jars in for us to uh, uh, nosh on. Uh, well, if you come anywhere where I am... I'll I'm call the police. <laughs> now, how about coming to the um, garden party oh, in Ashridge yep. House next Sunday, where I'll happily give you one? <laughs> Janet, I you... can't turn down an invitation of that kind. So if, if I come to the garden party, you promise you're going to give me one? I... Are you going to give are you going to give Catherine one as well? I will give Catherine one as well. What if Justin Dealey comes along? Would you give him one, or is that too much? Uh, I, he can come along because I know him quite well as well. Okay, well we'll we'll, we'll certainly consider it. You but can't this garden party. It's a wonderful event, and you will find me on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll, will you give me one on the lawn? Uh, not in the way you're inferring. Okay, <laughs> right, now listen, we're gonna, we got there in the end, Colin, you mucky pup. Now, we're, go, we're going to play the record game. I've got 11 records. Go in... quickly, because that rhubarb jam is no, burning. No, I know, I can smell we've it. got 11 records. The way we're going to do this is, Colin, I want you to pick a number between 1 and 11, and then Janet's going to pick one between 1 and 11, then we're going to add them up, then we're going to divide them by two, and then we're going to round up. Sound fair, Catherine? Uh, hmm. Colin, you go first. Three. Okay, Janet, your number. Nine. So that makes... 12. About 12. All right, all right. I was, you know, divide it by two, Catherine. Six. Just helping out, Ian. All right, thank you. And then round it up. To what? What do you want to round it up to? Why don't we just stick at six? To the nearest... <laughs> to the nearest full number. Six. Well, it six is. is a full number, Ian. I don't know if you'd come across that before. <laughs> <laughs> nice, right. no, no, nice one, Janet. Nice one. All right. This hasn't right. You, this, you three aren't doing this. Let's do it again, right? Janet, you go first this time. See if it works better if you go first. You would like us to have different numbers. Seven. Okay. Seven. Colin, pick, pick a number. I'll stick to three. Ten. Okay. Ten. So divide that by two, Catherine. Divide it. I thought we were doubling it. No, we're dividing it. Okay. Five. five. You want us to round it up to six because you don't like sing. Uh, no, I've, you're right. I want you to round it up to the nearest high num full number. Six. You don't like six, obviously. Well, you lo you love six, apparently. No. Uh, 
six is a very good number. Catherine. Yeah. Just put a record on, Hang on. please. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Ian well, enjoys the voices. One, two, three, four, five, six. Keep on speaking. You don't want number six. You play pink. <laughs> you asked for it. Give it, give it a little scrub. Oh yeah. Give, give it, it a little scrub. You, you chose this, guys. This is not our doing. This is down to Janet and Colin. We will accept the blame. Yes, we, we will. Really? We'll take all the consequences. Okay. Don't sound so glum. Enjoy. Thanks. Thank Enjoy you. it. We're going to stay your Bye. room off. Ta-ta. <laughs> this bit's funny. This bit's funny. And in Formula One, the Mercedes boss, Nicky Lauda, says he will talk to Lewis Hamilton before the next race in Canada to smooth over the tense situation in the team. The Hertfordshire driver accused teammate Nico Rosberg of deliberately going off the Monaco track to stop him challenging for pole in Saturday's qualifying session, with Rosberg then going on to win Sunday's race. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, the next full bulletin is at eight. Simon, what was the name of that racing driver, Nicky? Louder. What was the name of that racing driver? Louder. Hey! hey. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is yeah, Ian baby. BBC Three Counties Come Radio. Come on, guys. You know... You know that's the best joke in the world. Guys! Guys! <laughs> that's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> that is in the podcast. Yeah. This bit me now going on about it is in the podcast. Oh. And um, you guys praising me, which you're going to do shortly, oh. is in the podcast. Do, the, do it. But what was his name, though? What was his name? Did you do a joke? Did you do a joke? I'm not sure. <laughs> Louder. Did huh? you do a joke? Did you do a joke, Ian? A little bit of wheeze come out! <laughs> this is the best thing we've ever done! Wee. This is the joke! The joke is now bigger than all of us. What joke, though? <laughs> what joke? What was his name? <laughs> Louder. What was his name? <laughs> Matt, do you want to play? No, I think you're cracking up, Ian. What was his name, Matt? What joke? <laughs> right, what was the... Re- si- were you listening to Simon Oxley doing the news? No, no, no. OK, he mentioned a racing car driver called Nicky, and I got... What was... Nicky Ladder. No. What was it? What, what? what was it? What was his name? Nicky Ladder. No, what was his surname? <laughs> You've really muffed this up, Matt. Yeah. Nicky Ladder. No, I'm... yours. Oh, for goodness sakes. Who lets this guy on? Yeah. <laughs> it's you're supposed to say just louder, and I'm supposed to shout. All right, you shout then. I will in a minute. I'll give you a bunch of fives as well. Well... What was the racing car driver's name? Nicky Louder. No, Matt! <laughs> you... Oh, Kath, you explain to him. Maybe a woman's touch well, is I don't know. Needs. I don't get it. No, what was I his name? Louder. What was his what name? name? Right, Matt. Yes? So, you... Right, what was his name, Matt? Louder. What was his name, Matt? <laughs> Keep going. You're not catching me out here. Well, I just did. <laughs> hang, hang on a second. Hang on a second, because I, I, I know you've got an important point to make, but I think this is even more important. You know, Ian, you sound more like Chris Evans every day. Yeah, you said that yesterday, Matt. Ken? And I'm going to turn it off. Good. I'm going to come and, t- I'm going to come and turn your radio to... Ra- Ken? What? What was that racing car driver's name? Don't know. <laughs> Matt, you tell him. Lada. Matt. Yes. What would they call a male prostitute? Whoa! 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 What the heck? Where did that come from? That is terrible. That, that is. is where, where, Ken, what, what earth made you think that at seven thirty-five <laughs> it'll be appropriate to say that? What? Get louder! You were talk. You were talking on Sky News about someone's pubic hair. Right, right. don't care for goodness' sake! <laughs> right. What, he, what do you think this is? Right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I apologise for the last uh, two minutes of radio. That was. Draw a line under it. Just to say to Matt, what did you phone for? Matt, what did you phone for, mate? Well, you're talking about the dementia. Yes. Back to, uh, the music is the greatest thing in the world. Yes. 
because I had it with Margaret and she loved the music. Well, did and she like the same music that you like? A bit of daytime well, friends yeah, and nighttime lovers? Kenny Rogers and uh, Johnny Cash. Oh, good bit uh, of country. Steve Yeah. Bob Seger. Can I ask, why, why did you and Margaret, how did you and Margaret get into country music? Well, we, I've always been into country music, but Margaret used to love Matt Monroe and people like that. She loved all type of music, and yeah. I, I really pushed her onto music. Yeah. When she got the dementia, she had to, you've got to have something to fall back on to take the pressure out of you. Yeah. Because you're under pressure all the time. But if you have the music, I used to do a lot of singing, karaoke, we've oh, done all that. Blimey, I bet that was awful. It. I bet that was awful. No, it wasn't. I she bet you were it. terrible. And she was a great singer, so. I bet she was wonderful, but Matt, yeah. I mean, I've heard you sing, mate. I wouldn't inflict that on my worst enemy. Well, neither would I on you. Good, good lad. And well, when, she, when she listened to the music, when she was poorly, yeah. did it just soothe her, or would you say it took her back to a, to a different time? Yes, it would. Like, she had the Drifters, who were one of her favourite groups, uh, and she could remember all the things going back. But uh, to get her happy and really relaxed, the music was the best. Now, this is a long one, OK? You ready? Yeah. Can you take a long one? Hear Ian laughs because he said the word oral. Ian laughs because he said the word oral. But without a question mark at the end, because it's a statement. Does that come under the same heading as walnuts? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah? So say it. I've just said it. No, you said it as a question, mate. It's not a question. Oh, it's a... What was it then? A statement. Statement. Yeah. Yeah. What did so, I say? Here Ian laughs because he said the word oral. Oh, right. Here Ian laughs because he said the word oral. Oh, Let's make the driving test harder. Definitely. It's too easy. I've got my licence, I'm fine. But they should make it harder. I've said this before. Maybe I've not said that, but I'm saying it now. Let's talk about the difference in your driving test to mine. Well, I didn't what have, did a, ri- have, I didn't have a, 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 a written. Mine was... Or- I had to uh, do an oral in the car. Yeah, yeah. To get, to get, my, li- to get my licence, the, the fella said, right, now it's, your, now it's the oral, and I had to do oral in the car to get to pass. <laughs> That's just a small... <laughs> Section it wasn't that small. Of the test. We were for ages. In comparison to the, what you have to do now. <laughs> for example, we have to do... Well, us, us younger kids yes. have, had to um, do your driving test as normal. Then you had to get out of the car. Get out of the car? Yeah, well, that's not part of the test. Safely, I'm yes. Um, get out of the car and show them where the oil is. How what? The engine, yeah, how, how the engine works. Why do I need to know how um, a car works? How the, the tread on your tyres. Oh, for all goodness of that sake. Sort of stuff. The only... Then, wait, I'm finished. <laughs> then you had to do. Did you, have to do did you have to do any oral at all on your test? No. No, because they do all theory now, don't they? Oh, that's the only bit I did outside of the car was... Uh, oh. Look at that number plate. Look at that number plate. Yeah, we do that. Look at the number plate. Theory, um, the only <laughs> actual test, and then showing them all the bits about the car. <laughs> and then you can do a, a, a pass. <laughs> then you can do an extra on that where you drive on the motorway. OK. So there can be five bits to you at the test nowadays. It's not just all... Now, norm... <laughs> The callers were so bad at doing the links for this week's podcast that I've hired a professional. That's right, it's none other than BBC Three Counties political reporter, Paul Scoynes. Paul, over to you. Here's Dave. Here are some great phone-ins we had this week. Here's Dave again. All week, I've been trying to make Nicola... That's not right, because it's not me. It should be Ian. All week... Ian's been trying to make Nicola on travel cry. Here are some of those moments. That's the end. Then what will happen? You've heard those all in one lump, but Kelly's now going to take them away and cut them up and slip them in to the podcast at key moments. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Ian. Kath? What? Here's Dave. Good morning, Sally. Good morning, Catherine. Hi, Ian. Isn't... Isn't uh, Catherine Boyle a silly old plum? No, she's very nice, like Kelly. 
For goodness sake. Okay, pal. All right, boss. Okay, pal. All right, boss. Right. Do you want to see kids in pubs? Pardon? Do you want to see kids in pubs? No. Keep what? them out of them. Why? Well, they're a smelly old place, aren't they? What, pub? Oh, kids? Pubs? No, pubs. <laughs> what? Well, no, some pubs are really clean and nice now, particularly the ones that used to be churches. And why, why put me into pubs? To see people drinking alcohol... Yes, because it will educate them that alcohol is their no, friend no, no. and not to be afraid yeah. of. Yeah, well, they, don't get, they don't get involved into, dr- um, into alcohol, Drugs? You mentioned they? drugs, although alcohol no, is a drug. alcohol. Yes, OK, but that's the problem, Dave. Maybe if we took 13-year-olds into boozers... No. ..and let them have a lager shandy... No. ..or a port and lemon, that no. might desensitise the effects of alcohol on them later, might get rid of the binge-drinking culture. It's what they probably no. do in France... No, no, because that would give them liver disease. Twelve-year-olds have a glass of red wine with their breakfast in France. Well, that would give them liver disease and that would kill them young. Well. Anyway, Dave, what have you called in about? Uh, These speeding. These what? Feelings? Speeding. Speedings? Yeah, I've never sped in my car from the beginning or a lorry all my life. I've never sped in my car from a beginning or a lorry all my life. What does that even mean? Listen, Sally, look. What? Uh, Sally. Can you deal with him? Because he just said to me, you may not have heard this, I've never sped in my car from the beginning in a lorry. Yeah. What the uh, That's great, Dave. So why, why, why would anyone speed? If you've managed to live quite well without speeding in your car or a lorry, then why would anyone speed in a car or a lorry? I don't know. I've got no idea. It must be their brains in a sense. But um, <laughs> I've never gone over the speed limit then to Mr Lee. I've never gone over the speed limit from the day I started in my car and even in a lorry. I've got 12 safe driving awards for lorry driving, HGV1. Right. Right. And Kelly is right regarding when you get into that car or out of that car, you should always check your water, oil, brake fluid and windscreen washers every morning. But that'll take ages, Dave. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's your safety and others, isn't it? I can't do it at half past four in the morning, Dave. I will wake my wife. The thing is, at half past four in the morning as well, I'm a bit bleary-eyed and I can't see properly. So if I check the engine, I'm I'm not going to see if there's a problem, am I? Well, you don't let the DVLA hear you saying that because they'll say, well, he's not safe for driving. No, I am safe to drive. I know the route. Dave, you know know about... um, Let's just bring it back to something sensible. Um, You know when you don't go on the speed limit, do you go way under? I always keep to my 50s and 60s. Uh, on the roads that say I can do it. You never go 70? No. So you're more... You're, he's even more of a danger. But if, but if he says I can do 70, I'll go up to 70, but I won't go over that speed limit. You just said to Catherine you didn't go up to 70. Allowed to arrest my case! Dave Luton is a liar! <laughs> Excuse me? He's not. He's a very good boy. 08459 four double five five double five. Jeff's in Barton. Morning, Jeff. Jeff? I live, in, uh, I live in the Higham Road. Oh, OK. Don't give us the full, full address, Jeff, otherwise we'll, we'll all be popping around for tea. Yeah, I live at Barton. Yep. You, in Barton. Do you, you live in Barton, Jeff? Yeah. And is your name Jeff? Yeah. What's that short for? Well, I live in Higham Road. OK. And they come from Shillington and the school, and when we try to reverse out, yeah. we've got to wait till they're right up the road, because yeah. by the time we turn, they're at our... Backside, you know what we say. Yeah, and then we, they, it's, it's forty, and we've been trying to get thirty. Who are we talking about? Who's doing this? Who's doing this the heinous ca- crime? The cars. The cars. And when I come from my friend from uh, the ho- hospital, yeah. near there, yeah. and I come along the road at thirty, yeah. and these big cars are pushing you along with the headlights, and some of them put their beams on to try and make you go faster and I oh I flip it I hate that when I'm abiding or slightly below the speed limit yeah. and they're beeping me and flashing me oh no sir that's going to make me go a little yeah, bit slower people walk across the road so you've got to make sure that, that there's no accidents do yeah. you drive Jeff Jeff let's be honest do you drive yes I do no hang on let me finish the sentence do you drive yes no let me finish yeah do you drive yes and when I go through yep. the village they push you nope. along to do do go go faster. Okay, let, let, let me finish this. Jeff, do yeah. you drive? Yes, I do. Hang on, D- Jeff. Mm? Do you drive? Yes, I do. I know. Hang on, I'm going to get there. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yes, only only I... certain journeys. 
Yeah, because I'm 80 years old. Good for you. Well done, fella. But, Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yes, I do. I know. There's more coming. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yes, I do. I know you do. Yes, and um, I've only had one accident in all my time. Well, I hope you're all right. But, Jeff. Yeah. Do you drive? Yeah. No, hang on, hang on. Do you drive? Yes. I know you do. Yeah. There's more coming. Yeah. Do you drive? Yeah. Well, that's great to know. Jeff, thanks very much for your call. Oh, wait, four, five. I was going to ask if you drive really slow. That's what I was trying to get to, because some people drive really slow. But we know that Jeff, we know where Jeff lives. We know pretty much the exact uh, map coordinates, and we know that he drives. Good for you, Jeff. Well done. Here are some great phone-ins we had this week. There's really annoying, high-pitched noises in my ears this morning, and it's not just my tinnitus, guys. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's what happens. That's, that is evidence. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cough in your ear, listener. Yeah. It was meant just for Ian. How rude, how rude. Good morning, princess. What? You look nice. What's going on? That's a new checkered shirt. No, this is... Uh, oh, is it the same checkered shirt? No, 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 no. We're, Catherine and I were discussing shirts yesterday. The shirt I was wearing yesterday is my second favourite new shirt. This is my favourite shirt of all time. So you have favourite old shirts and favourite new shirts? Yeah, but this is my favourite shirt of all time. It's oh. a little bit beyond its best. I've got a cracking phone in for today, by the way. Famous handkerchiefs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh? Are you talking to us? Sorry, yes. What? I've got a cracking phone in for today. You know you're saying this out loud. Yes. No, I thought about this on the way from the car to the front door of the building. That's and a it, very small... It, I know, it made me laugh a lot. I thought about it a bit more. Famous... Handkerchiefs. Give us yeah. an example. Meatloafs. <laughs> oh, hang on, I'm in. Yeah, you you get it. Huh? Satchmo. Lips Satchmo. I think they're primarily going to be owned by fat people. Walrus of Love had one. There we go. You see, we've got three, Kelly. So you're just naming famous people who had handkerchiefs. <laughs> but the handkerchiefs are famous. Meatloaf was always Meatloaf was always like a bat out of hell, dabbing his fat, Guinevere. sweaty forehead. Guinevere. What? Guinevere and her type. Yeah, getting a little bit poncy now. Getting a little bit poncy now. Oh, hang on a minute, she's back no, in. It's what, it's what men pick up. Oh! I, I take back the Ponce accusation. She's spot on. Kells. See, I think your generation, they're too busy um, smoking doobies in the back of uh, luxury limousines. Well, nowadays, we just blow our nose on tissue. Unbelievable. It's happening. Famous handkerchiefs. Oh! Very lucky now to be joined by uh, Justin Dealey. Good morning, Justin. And a very good morning to you. Justin, it's great to talk to you this morning. Thank yourself, sir. Thank you very much indeed. Mm. You um, have sent me a message that says, phone in gold. Yes. What you got? This is going to save your podcast this week. Beautiful. Are you ready for this? Yeah. And everybody across beds, hearts and bugs, get ready. Get ready to phone. Have you ever slipped on a banana skin or does this only happen in cartoons? Cartoons. No. 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 Have you got any experiences, Justin? And not me personally, but I have seen it in a supermarket once. And, oh. um, yes, so you... I went home and I changed my underpants. I was laughing that much. <laughs> Love it so much. I I have seen it happen. Hmm? I, it happened to a girl. A clown. No, it happened to a girl <laughs> I was going out with. I remember it. I remember exactly, exactly little street in Highgate, and I saw a banana skin positioned properly. You know, with with the, the legs akimbo, right? And I was with my girlfriend. I saw she was in line for it. And I was kind of doing the maths. I thought, I think she's going to take the right amount. I think this is going to work out perfectly. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, because I want to see if this will actually cause her to slip, right? And she's approaching it. She stood on it. She went for a Burton. <laughs> she totally <laughs> she went flying. And I was like, this is brilliant. This ha- actually happened. She was furious I'd seen it and not uh, pointed it out. It's great fun. The fury that you can only have when you fall over and everyone else finds it hilarious. <laughs> because it, it's very annoying yeah, for you. Yeah, but you don't release the fury. You, protect, you style it out don't you? You don't no, let on was, that you're upset. She was not, not happy. Rightfully so. I was her boyfriend and I allowed her to fall on her backside. I would have understood. Yeah. Well, I would have understood, yeah. yeah. The yeah. experiment needs to be done. Boss, yeah? you did the right thing. <laughs> Could you take that to the streets for a yeah. Yes. I'll tell you what, Ian, it's a winner. I am telling you this morning, I'm telling you, people on the streets will have stories plus people on the phones, have you ever slipped on a banana skin or does it only happen in cartoons? <laughs> 08459 We normally record the podcast Podcast links on a Thursday. It's a lot of fun. It's a great joy. We don't get paid for it. We get paid by your laughter and your tears. 
Um, and by now, not only by now, we've pretty much got the whole podcast. Maybe we could do with another five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven minutes. Okay. I've just time checked with Kelly. Kelly, how much more material do we need? We could do with about half an hour. Ah, wowzers. So, uh, okay, with the BBC, we can't do this, but we need to fake the podcast today. Uh... We need callers to call in and just just say outrageous stuff that we can pretend was part of the content of the show, but really they're just faking it to Uh, make it. I don't think we're allowed to... What? Do that. No. However, um, it will be happening on air. It's on. It's on air. So and everything um, in the podcast is on air content. So technically, we're not breaking any rules. So uh, well, you know, ethically, that's a different question. Could we not ring Jeff back and ask him if he drives? <laughs> oh, poor old Jeff. <laughs> oh, no, I love him. no, we can't do that. This is why people over the age of seventy-five shouldn't drive. Anyway, no. What we need. This is this is serious, dear listener. We need you to call in um, with just. Stupid stuff? Just stupid stuff. If you want to tell us a fantastical story that may or indeed may not have happened to you, I don't know. I'm not going to ask any questions as to whether it's true or not. Just phone in. We are desperate for content for this week's podcast. Without it, we're all stuffed. So basically, we want your funny stories. Yep. Or your sad stories. Or your made-up stories. Or your made-up stories. As long as they're made up and they sound really, really impressive. Like, you know, maybe knock the queen off a bike or something. Yeah. There's something like that. Mm. You know, Kath, you're looking troubled. I'll take the rap for this. This has become my rest face, working with you. <laughs> what the troubled, pain, sad, I wish I was somewhere else look. Yeah. Flipping heck. Ian, why don't you call in now and tell us one of your stories? Well, I'll, I will do that later on if we get really desperate. But let's, okay. let's just say this bit is going in the podcast, so we're probably down to about 27 minutes that we need now, so yeah. not so bad. Kath, has anything fantastical ever happened to you ever in your life? Uh, yes. Maybe you'd like to tell it to us. Uh... Once, I told the teacher I could play the piano and I couldn't. Oh, flip a lick. This is an incredible story we got from uh, MK News. A former firefighter from Milton Keynes says that he and his partner are living in fear. Now, a man who fractured his skull has been let out of prison. Chris Hodgkins from Fenny Stratford in Milton Keynes says his property's been damaged and there have been mysterious bangs on his front door since his attacker's release. Well, Chris joins you on the line now. Morning, Chris. Good morning. Chris, uh, tell us a little bit about the attack. Without mentioning the chap's name, you, you knew who he was. W- 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 how did the attack happen? Well, it was a neighbour and a friend, and what it was, um, he got engaged to his girlfriend, so I took a uh, bottle of wine round for them to give, it, give them as a, a present for getting engaged. Then he... he, he uh, he went for me because he lost his dog, but he left at the neighbour's house. And this is the third dog he's lost so far. Um, so I put a bottle of wine down the coffee table and said, I'm not getting the row with you. That's for you and your missus. I couldn't say his name. Then I went to leave and he smacked me on the back of the head with a bottle and smashed it on my head. Then I walked back to, towards my flat. And he continually hit me on the back, but my landlord lives above me, so I didn't want to go to my flat. So I walked down to Ellsbury Street. Um, obviously, by that time, I'm covered in blood. And he, and he got another bottle, which I, I, I was told was a brandy bottle, and he was just stabbing me in the back of the head with it. But by that point, I lost a litre and half of blood, and I went down on my knees. And he, until people pulled him off, that's uh, really what happened, to be honest. Second, he was, he was upset because he'd lost his dog. Yeah, the third dog he's lost, that is, by the way. And so you, you, you gave him a bottle of wine and said, all right, I'm, good luck, I'm having another this. Yeah, he yeah. whacked you over the back of the head with the full bottle of wine. Yeah, he smashed the bottle on me and everything. Um, I'm still waiting for my clothes back from the police because forensics took it away anyway at the time. Um, yeah, and they just kept, kept attacking me from behind. You know, I'm not the sort of person that hurts people. So I was just trying to walk away. And I'd, I'd walked literally probably 100 metres away from his flat and got towards the Swan pub in Fenny Stratford. Then I went, went to go in there to seek help and the, the people were eating. So I was, I was covered in blood and everything. So they, they kicked me back out the door. Then there was people out on camera phones videoing it and um, a few people pulled him off in the end. Then he, 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 got, he got charged, bowed, to come back and start harassing again. Hang on a second. There's so much to this story, Chris, that I'm finding incredible. You got kicked out of somewhere because it, what, it was a restaurant. Well, it's a pub, but... Right, they're, and they're you went in there... there eating as well. I they, went in for help, yeah. And um, they kicked you out because you had blood all over you? Oh, yeah. And then people were, phone, were, were filming you? Yeah, they, no, they came out and pulled him off, and there was a couple of lads from... There's a hairdresser nearby. A couple of lads came out, they were filming it on the, the video phones while people were pulling him off me. Isn't that, isn't that kind of them? What, what, what helpful members of society? Well, yeah, yeah. You'd be afraid otherwise, would you? Uh, well, yeah, I hope you get your £250, Chris. So but, uh, you, got, you had 37 stitches, is that right? So yeah, it the was police, a the police serious were, attack. Had, yeah, it was real bad. They hit an artery in the back of my head, which that's where I lost a lot of blood. It wasn't a main artery, it was just... Um, 
right on the back of the skull. So it fractured my eye socket right to the back and everything else. He got, um, he got arrested. He got sent to prison for, for 12 months. He did five. Well, no, he got arrested and got released on bail. Right. Then he turned up at my flat again. And um, I was, because uh, I, I was still ill, I was dozing on the settee, and uh, another friend of mine, another neighbour who's friends with me, let, let him in, didn't know who he was. Oh. And he started giving it again, in the, you know, being aggressive in the flat. I managed to get him out of the flat, and then he got remanded from there. So this remand was taken into account. And um, he was out in five months. And uh, he's, he's since then, he's, he's thrown bottles at the window. Associates of his have been uh, smashing stuff up. Now, how do you know, Chris, uh, uh, again, without mentioning names, which may make this tricky, how do you know that the, the, it's his friends that are doing this? Yeah, because they're, they're one in the same group. They, they, right. they're, they're drinkers and they drink down the canal and stuff like that and everything else. And they're, they're all, like, friends with each other and that. You know, I, I get stuff on Facebook and... There's a dreaded Facebook, and things come on there, and you, you can put two and two together, you know, without being a detective. Okay, but let me, let me get, make one suggestion to you. I did this the, a couple of weeks ago. Get rid of Facebook, Chris. If it's yeah. causing you stress, you don't need it. Delete no, it. No, I know. I know. Jeremy Carl says it every day. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it's one of the few bits of advice I, I agree with on him. Yeah. Get, get rid of it, because if, if it's upsetting you, you won't, you won't miss it. But you, you live with your girlfriend, is that right? Yes, I do, yeah. And she's been intimidated as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's threatened her when she was at a friend's house. He was in there, and he's... Uh, I can say it's Scottish, can't I? Yeah. Well, we, we, yeah, OK, yes. Yeah, so he's, he's completely in the face, wouldn't let her leave the flat, and he was having a go at her and stuff like that, and she felt really intimidated. Uh, that This is a different person, it's one of his associates. Right, right. the person in question. Do you feel safe in your flat? Not really, no. But I went to the council and I explained everything to them. I took all the... They've been round to see me. They got all... Uh, 20... At the time, it's 24 year numbers from the police. Showed them that, and they put my priority too. What does that? What does priority two mean? Well, I think priority one, you, your house as quick as they can. Priority two is you're not really um, that much of a threat. To oh. Your health. But um, the woman who deals with it, and I can't say names. No. Um, she only works part time, Monday to Wednesday. And um, I found a property the other day because they're trying to get me to find something private rent to go fill in the council. So obviously I'm, I want to go back to work, but I'm waiting for the hand to heal up a bit better. Yeah. And um, basically. They're putting priority two, which is, is no good. You've got to find your own property, private rent, that does council. So you've got to find a landlord that will take you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, I found one last week on the Thursday, and it's gone by Monday, Tuesday, so it's a bank holiday by the time she got back to work. So I, I don't think somebody in that authority should be working part-time when there's situations like myself. I mean, there's people worse off than me. The police have been around 24 times in the last three weeks. What, what are they doing? Um, well... In, we had a bottle front of the window. It didn't do any damage. Um, then they were standing outside, you know, obviously trying to entice me to come out, which I didn't. I called the police. And sometimes it's taken 37 minutes for police to turn up on a 999 call, which is, I find ridiculous. I mean, this is like a, a, a normal night. No nightclubs are open or anything. So, And I, I often go... I do my shopping like 2.30 in the morning. Every time I go down to Tesco's and do my shopping, because there's no-one about, because obviously I've got these issues... Um, the police are sitting there having a sandwich in the car. And, and I've said to the police themselves, you know, if you can have a sandwich, they're going to break. That's fair enough, everyone gets a break. Why don't you park outside the flat? Has anyone spoken to this chap and said, what's, what's your beef? What's going on? No, it's not, I don't know. It's, it, the people know him and, you know, I know of him, but it, it, you just get mixed views of yeah. this, so to speak. What are you, what are you worried? What, what, what's your concern? What, what are you worried that might happen? Well, I'm just worried I might go out and I get hit from behind again. I mean... They're not, they're not up for a, you know, I, I don't fight anyway, but if someone comes at me towards me, I can see them coming, but uh, where I live, it's, it's like a rat run, there's alleyways everywhere, so it's uh, just dangerous, to be honest. And if I find that uh, Durham's Court is where I live, it seems to me it's a, it's a drop-off place for ex-convicts and drug addicts, to be honest. And it, and it is. I mean, most people who live here don't work. Most people who are here... Um, they've come out of the hostel from prison and they house them here. It seems to be a little place where the council dump people off. Single, it's all single men, but there's probably three people in the entire block of 100 flats that work. And it's, uh, it's just ridiculous. Chris, can I ask you, why are you telling your story to us? Why are you telling your story to M MK News? Are, are you, is there not a part of you that's concerned this might um, make the situation worse? Um, yeah, I know, I probably will, but it, it can't really get any worse, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got to the point where I've, you know, I've just had enough. I, I, I just want out of here, and I, you know, I've asked the council desperately to rehouse me or do what they can. Um, but I'm just getting nowhere with it. So in the end, I spoke to 
I can't name her, but I spoke to a lady from NK News and she wanted to run the story, so... Chris, listen, I hope in some way... I mean, we've spoken to the council. They ain't said much to us. You know, no, they, they, they sent us a statement that, does, that says, oh, yeah, we're, we're trying to find somewhere, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, by highlighting, maybe it'll speed things up. I, I, I wish you the very best of luck. Yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate that. Chris, thank you for your time. What an incredible story. Here's Dave again. The Daily Express, your savings are slashed again, uh, and there's a picture of uh, the selfie, Tom Cruise and Susanna Reid. I don't see... The, 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 she's getting attacked for taking a selfie with Tom Cruise. Admit it, you'd do it. Kath, you'd take... If you were with Tom... No, 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 play it cool, mate. Play it cool. You would totally take a selfie with Tom Cruise. No. Nope. Kelly, you would totally take a selfie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, 100%. Of course you would. I would have the conversation selfie. we had yesterday about Tom Cruise. I'll take a selfie with um, a Tom Cruise lookalike. Yeah. A cruisy. Any, yeah, just anyone. Catherine, why are you lying? You're just lying to look, trying to look cool with the hipsters. No, no, no. Hipsters don't live in beds, hearts hipsters and Hipsters take selfies. I'm not a hipster. You're, you're not a nothing. Oh, not a nothing. You're not a nothing. Hey, I am something. something. Oh, nuts. You got me there on a double negative technicality. Dave Luton, you'd take a selfie with Tom Cruise, wouldn't you? <laughs> you're joking, aren't you? What? Well, I'm a man. He's a man. What? I'm not one of them. No, well, you stick the look steady, steady. Yeah, steady. Steady, but yeah. it, it, you, you know, do you know what a selfie is? Well, you tell me. What do you think it is? No, you tell me. It's when you take a photograph of yourself. Really? I don't, really? Even want to, I don't even want to know what you thought a selfie was. Oh, oh, so, OK, right. let's phrase it in old man language. No. You'd, you'd take a photograph of yourself with uh, movie actor Tom Cruise, wouldn't you? No. Why? Well, who wants to know about um, having me photograph with him for? Who wants... <laughs> just so many random words in these sentences, Dave. Yeah, if, I know. If you were with Tom Cruise and you no. had the... And you had the ability to... No. No, I'm not interested in Tom Cruise. If you were with Tom Cruise... No. Is this Jeff? Yes, it's Dave. Oh. If you, uh, were, if you were with Tom Cruise... Give me... Uh, I'll, I'll have it up with... Uh, I'll have a photograph... You're not no, having with... it up with anybody. It's a photograph. No. Yeah, I'm a, I'll, I'll have a photograph with Kelly or Catherine. Right. If, if you were with Tom Cruise... No. No, go on in. Oh, dear. If you were with Tom Cruise... I, I come on the radio regarding uh, famous handkerchiefs, and I'm talking about Tom Cruise here. If you... If, Tommy Cooper, have you forgotten his handkerchief? OK, right. If you had the opportunity, if you're with Tommy Cooper... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, Tom we, Cruise... No. Why? Because I don't know it's Tom Cruise. Right, he comes up to him and goes, Hey, I'm Tom Cruise. Right, and you're stood huh. next to Tom Cruise. No, yeah, Would you on. take a photo of yourself next to him? No. Why? Could I wouldn't. Do I you... don't like him, Dave. If I don't like a person, yeah, I wouldn't have a photograph taken by the side of him, Dave. Mm, yeah, good. Do you drive? Yes. Okay. So, Tommy, famous handkerchiefs. Oh, uh, Tommy Cooper. I don't remember his handkerchief. He had a fez. He did. He always had a handkerchief in his top pocket. Uh, and I he, and I, I, he gave me that in 1968 at Caesars Palace Luton. <laughs> Hang on. You've got Tommy Cooper's famous handkerchief. Yeah, but unfortunately, ah. one year, about two years later, my wife was emptying... Uh, getting out some old clothes and she threw the handkerchief away. So, as far as we know, that story could not, could not be true. Well, it is true. Well, where's the evidence? Where's the ev? Well, well, that's unless there's somebody there that would see, saw Tommy Cooper that day at Caesar's Palace, Luton. What was the date? Uh, they, what was the they, date? If you'd taken a I selfie, be, Dave, then we'd, we'd have believe, the evidence. I, I believe it was 1968 at Caesar's Palace, Luton. All Tommy right. Cooper. Let's listen. We'll put it out there. If were you at Tommy Cooper's uh, Caesar's Palace in Luton, 1968, did you see Dave Luton being handed a handkerchief? It was in front of the audience, was it? It was in the audience, yeah. Okay, he came straight. He came past me and he gave me his handkerchief. And, and if no people... one calls in, if no one calls in, Dave, we have to assume that's a lie. Well, they can do what they like, can't they? Well, they can do exactly what they like. Yes. Yeah. yeah really. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah you. No, I don't care. Yeah. Well, I'm the same as Tom Cruise. So, yeah. I, so exactly. The, I'm exactly the same as Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Don't like Tom well, Cruise. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. But I'd still have a picture with him. No, I wouldn't. Uh, All week, 
Ian's been trying to make Nicola on travel cry. Here are some of those moments. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. Oh, Nicola. Yeah. Nicola, before you go. Yeah. You do the way this works is, is Nicola is um, it, it, it does travel for lots of different um, breakfast oh, shows, no. <laughs> and you do it for us, which is great, fantastic. You also do it for um, the old geezer. What's his name? He used to be on telly years ago. Um, used to used to have a decent career. No, not me, Kelly Betts. The old fella, the bald fella, um, keeps getting sacked. James Whale, very good looking man. He's not. He's got very smooth oh. skin, like a baby. Yeah. Um, I, I just wondered who's the best out of me and James. Oh, I've just got to dial in somewhere else. I've got to go. I've got to, I've got to go. Nicola? Nicola? OK, we'll grab her early next time and get the definitive answer. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Who's the best then, Nicola? <laughs> huh? oh, I was just about to get on that. Nah, don't worry about that. It's fine. Travel come <laughs> Who's the best out of me and James Whale? Well? <laughs> um, I couldn't possibly... But if you had to, right, supposing, supposing you're in the desert, okay, yeah, you've got yeah. stranded from your party, they're off, you don't yeah. know where they are, they don't know where you are, um, there is a man, he's got a bottle of water, okay, and he says, yeah, you can have the water, I just need to know who's the best. Is it James Whale or Ian Lee? W- w- who would you say? What about a combination of the both? Mm, James Lee? No, That's he's rubbish. Much. James Lee? I tell I'm you what, James Lee. you think about it, okay, and at sure. quarter two... We'll get oh, the defeat. No. Listen, he's, he's, he's had so many knockbacks in his life, he can take another one. Of course he can. <laughs> of course he can. All right, quarter two. Okay. Final answer. You're going to have to do the, music, do the travel without the music now because I've n- n- nuffed up the computer. All righty. No worries. So, so the M1 heading northbounds just reopened and now traffic's easing a little bit because of that accident between Junction 1, Staples Corner, and Junction 4 for Edgware Way. The southbound stretch of the M1, though, is queuing between London Gateway Services and Staples Corner because people are sort of slowing down. Taking a look Travel at the M1. Wait till he finishes. And bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. So now let's get the travel. Here's Nicola. Nicola. <laughs> the M25 Eddie anti clockwise. Queue. Who's better, me or James? My mic's not working properly. Such a such a plum. Travel news. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Nicola. Strange how the microphone seemed to work during the bulletin, not prior to the bulletin. Almost as if I don't know she was lying. And on the train so far this morning, no reported problems or delays. Nicola Richards, BBC Three, County. Nicola, Radio. Nicola, Nicola, I cannot let this go unfinished. Who is your favourite breakfast presenter? Is it me or is it that Wally James Whale? Oh, you, it was always... Yeah, get in there, in your face, Whale, excellent. And thank you, Nicola, and you are my, one of my top ten favourite travel broadcasters. Thank you. And on the trains, it still delays up to 20 minutes on First Capital Connect between Bedford and East Croydon and Luton and Streatham. That's because of engineering works that are taking place. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Nicola, I'm so sorry. I missed that. Could you do it again, please? <sighs> oh, for goodness sake. We need to get this mic sorted. That's the end. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 